In Florida Ag and Review for the week of March 14th, we kicked off our weekly reviews of this year's legislative session. Well, Florida's 2011 legislative session is now underway, and Ben Parks, Director of State Legislative Affairs with the Florida Farm Bureau Federation, says he doesn't expect this year to be business as usual. The governor came out uh, with a strong speech uh, that he was going to uh, look at government a little bit different, uh, run it like a business. We've had many politicians that have said it in the past, but haven't really followed up. But I believe that this governor, Rick Scott, is going to try his best to, um, to streamline the government the best uh, he can. And both the Senate president and the House speaker have said that uh, they'll look at all his proposals. And I believe the leaders of both the House and Senate feel the same way. And so I think there will be a lot of changes. Park says some bills of interest for the ag community include the General Ag Bill and Property Rights Bill, as well as legislation dealing with septic tank inspection fees, immigration, and fertilizer applications. And with Livestock News, Randall Wiseman had this on the CAFO rule. Earlier this week, in a unanimous decision, a federal court rule, the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency cannot require livestock operations to obtain Clean Water Act permits unless they are discharging manure into a waterway of the United States. A U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit in New Orleans said EPA exceeded its statutory authority in requiring concentrated animal feeding operations that propose or that might discharge to apply for CWA permits. The National Pork Producers Council, American Farm Bureau Federation, United Aid Producers, and several other ag groups sued EPA over its so-called CAFO rule. EPA had sought to require permits even for operations that had a potential to discharge. And we wrap up for this week with this question from Everett Greiner. All right, if I invest my money in a piece of land, it's up to me to decide what crops I want to grow, right? But next door, my neighbor wants to grow organic crops. All right, suppose my choice is genetically modified soybeans. The uncontrollable cross-pollination caused by the wind drift and insects affects his crops. What it amounts to is my neighbor is not able to grow the crops of his choice. Well, is there any room for compromise? If the disagreement goes to court, can the court justify a decision? This is a controversy that's happening right now, and so far, negotiations, court orders, even the Department of Agriculture have not come up with an acceptable solution. So far, science has given GM crops a clean slate. They're safe, but a field of transgenic alfalfa next to a field of organically grown tomatoes? Uh Uh-uh. It's not going to work. So whose rights will prevail. And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.